You're now listening to the Agents of Change podcast, a podcast about the creators, entrepreneurs, and people shaping Canada. On this show, we'll speak with changemakers from underrepresented communities who are moving this country forward. They're bold and inspiring, and you absolutely need to know about them. I'm your host, Winnie Bernard, and this podcast is brought to you by Double Shot. Double Shot is a globally inclusive talent and influencer management agency for diversifying your marketing and leveling up your brand. Rochelle Goyes always knew she wanted to make a difference in other people's lives. This belief drove her to study international relations and later to work both domestically and abroad for agencies like the United Nations and Ontario's Ministry of the Environment. One thing is for certain, Rochelle quickly understood the importance of building a strong network and having mentors guide you along the way. Today, Rochelle is the founder and co-chair of Girls Be Mentorship, or JAM, a nonprofit and charity she founded in 2012. I simply adore Rochelle, and I've had the privilege to watch JAM grow and transform hundreds of girls' lives through the power of mentorship. It's with great pride and joy that I can now share that Double Shell will be partnering up with Rochelle and Jem on a scholarship program and various enrichment initiatives aimed at helping young women reach their fullest potential. The sky's the limit for these girls, and we're so grateful to play a small part in their journey. So without further ado, grab a cup of your favorite beverage and get to know the incredible Rochelle de Goyes. Hi, Rochelle. Hi, Winnie. It's really such a pleasure to speak with you today. You're a woman that I really admire, so it's a privilege to be able to speak to you. So thank you for taking the time to speak with me today. Oh, thank you. This is a this is a real treat for me. Yay! So Rochelle, you and I are both from Caribbean backgrounds. You were both born here in Canada. Why did your parents choose to come to Canada? And did they keep a strong relationship with their culture and pass it on to you and your brother? Wow, that's a great question. So my dad actually chose to come to Canada um, because of work opportunities. Um, my dad was a doctor. He's now retired. And um, he was given a couple opportunities, some in the States and some in Canada. And he thought Canada would would be an easier transition for his family. Um, my mom did never wanted to leave Jamaica, to be honest. Uh, so, so she was, you know, she came here and and but her heart was always uh, in Jamaica. So um, and we kept really strong connections uh, with Jamaica. So uh, we would go back every year, and my grandparents, uh, pretty much until my grandparents passed. Uh, we would go back uh, often. You know, Rochelle, immigrants often uh, will tell their children that education is the route to success, right? In fact, I know that your parents were strong advocates for education. Your mother is and was an educator. And of course, you mentioned that your father is a doctor and is now retired. How did their educational and work ethics shape your own view and vision on your own education and work ethics? My parents really firmly believed in education um, as access to everything. Yeah. And um, so they 
put everything into my education and my brother's education. And my mom being a teacher, I mean, she she became a teacher sort of when I was in middle school, high school. So, but she always had this dream of becoming a teacher. And um, I think gem, like what I do now is really related to that because it's all about education and opportunity. And I really do believe that that is the reason my dad was able to get out of poverty. So um, I think he had that mindset right from a, from a young age that he was going to get out of his situation and he sort of drove that into us. And I kind I think that that is infused within Gem, right? That opportunity and that education potential. It's infusing to you and everything that you do, I would say. Um, and that career that that you have has taken you internationally. You were in Paris, you were in London, you were in Japan, just to name a few of these cities. And eventually you landed back home to Ontario where you worked for both the private and the public sectors as a senior consultant in many different capacity, which is super impressive. In fact, that's when I met you, when you landed back. Was it challenging for you to find all these opportunities or did you already have an established network? We all kind of know that social capital and networks really do help you. Okay. Education is one thing and having the grades or having, you know, the desire, the passion. Great. But the next step is really um, who can open those doors for you? Who can help you um, figure out your career path and, and sort of introduce you to the right people, introduce you to internships and opportunities. And I had none of that. I had zero. Um, and it's interesting because that's one of the reasons why I started GEM. So when I was studying in the UK, um, a lot of the men in the program that I was in, you can you can understand that studying international relations and war, there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of guys in that of area. So um and and you know the girls didn't have the networks that the men had and they were having they had these great opportunities. They had mentors, they had internships and the girls and there were a few of us um, struggled. And it, I just thought that that was such an interesting and also unfair, um, you know, thing to experience. So I think, um, being, so not having that network really drove me even further. And I think at that time too, we're going back quite a few years, uh, there were limited women in those fields. And, and also if there were women in those areas, they, they might not have been willing to help the next generation. That's right. So it's only in the last five, 10 years that mentorship has really taken off and people are embracing it and women are actively helping the next generation. So um, at the time, at, in, when I was sort of coming up, that wasn't the case. And and I know for you also, of course. Right? Um, which is sort of um, the idea behind, behind Jan is to change that. And I'm so excited to talk about Jem because I remember back in 2012, you and I had this conversation when I think maybe even prior to that, when you told me that this is what you wanted to do. And I thought it was a really, really great idea. And so 
Jam officially was born in 2012, a nonprofit organization and a charity. Can you tell me uh, about Jam and your motivation? I think you sort of spoke a bit about it, but even more in detail. Mm-hmm. Well, you were always really supportive. I'm so grateful for that. <laughs> you were always listening um, uh, as I kind of fleshed out the idea of it. So it's it's a charity, as you said, but it's it's really focused on mentorship. So how can we help the next generation? And so what we do is we choose 150 girls. They apply. It's very competitive. And we provide one-on-one mentorship with them. So we connect them with uh, a personal mentor. But on top of that, we've customized our program. So uh, in addition to mentorship, they have... Um, seminars that we call Geminars. Um, and um, it is in partnership with different corporations around Toronto, uh, some big names. They teach the girls with us, their, give them an, a sort of a glimpse of the career that they could have within that organization. But more than that, we kind of work with those corporations to um, impart um, success traits with our mentees. I mean, it's been very well studied. It's, you know, grit and perseverance, Mm -hmm. um, all of these incredible traits that aren't taught in school. So we try and impart that knowledge on the girls and have them practice and, and, you know, have them, um, opportunities for internships and, and give them opportunities for scholarships. So it's this kind of bubble once they get into gem we open doors and we provide that social capital and the educational piece and the opportunity piece um, in order for them to help them to succeed. Which is so incredible. I think about this and I think in the last nine years, you've had countless mentees, mentors, world-class partners, Gemini's, and you've created these, administered these, and so many success stories of gem girls changing their lives and being open to a world that they might not have had access to if they did not participate in gem. So now we are nearing the end of 2021. 2022 is next year, which will mark 10 years of gem, which congratulations to you, Rochelle. What are your plans for Jen, twenty-two. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we always want to grow. Yes, we want to make sure that we help more girls. So, so one of the limitations of Jen is because it is such a high-touch program. It's costly per per girl. You can you can see there's scholarships, there's internships, there's one-on-one mentorship, there's a whole bunch of oversight, there's research that goes into it with U of T. So it's expensive, right? To to run. So when I say it's expensive, the the reason I tell you that is because we can only afford to um, mentor 150 girls per year right now. But over 300, close to 400 girls apply without any advertising. So when we look at growth, um, all we want to do is help more girls, help more girls in Ontario, um, expand outside of the GTA, um, maybe go outside of the province. And we want to take this model and we want to just 
share the information. So we've decided to do a couple of things. We're working on a, uh, a cool research project right now with U of T um, in a different branch of GEM called GEM Labs, um, which is where we do a lot of consulting and research. And, um, and we're hoping to use the research that, that the results of this next year to be able to, um, you know, share that and say, okay, here are other programs. This is what mentorship can do. This is what this type of model can do. Um, so that's kind of a second layer of GEM. We want to spread this information. The whole point of this is to make mentorship, infuse it into um, society so it becomes normal that women and men both can have mentors. And it's about helping our community and, and, and building that community and making a better society. Love that. Is there um, a program within GEM that encourages alumni, I should say, of the program to come back and become mentors? Yeah. Oh, that's excellent. I love that. Well, yes. So so we have an alumni association, um, and part of it is our alum didn't want to leave. So <laughs> so when, when um, they're allowed in our program, they get into the program, and it's a one-year program. So after that, uh, they just roll into the alum and the alum kept coming back and saying, what can we do? So we decided to develop a program around this. So we help them get internships because now they're going off finishing high school or going off to college or university. And uh, we wanted to say, okay, well, let's connect with some of the corporations that we're working with and provide internships for alum as well. Um, so that has been a real success. And to your point, yes, we are, um, the, the hope is that our first generation of mentees will become mentors and a lot of them would really like to be that. So it's, it's, it's really uh, heartwarming to hear like that. Like a full circle moment really, which is great. Mm -hmm. um, Rochelle, you're a career woman. Uh, you're a mom of two. You're a wife, you're a sister, you're a daughter, and you're also a great friend. Do you think there's such a thing as balance? And how do you navigate it all without losing yourself in the process? <laughs> <laughs> Um, is there such thing as balance? Well, um, I haven't gotten there yet, so <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's kind of like this, um, you know, utopia. Um, I, I hope that there is balance. Um, and I think sometimes you are in balance and sometimes you are, are, are not. And it's this kind of ebb and flow that you go through. Um, and, uh, how do you not lose yourself? That's uh, really, <laughs> I wish I knew the answer to that. Sometimes you do lose yourself in whatever is taking the priority for the moment, you know, where your attention is. So my attention is on Gem uh, because it's the rollout of a new year or it is, um, you know, our 10 year anniversary. Well, you know, some things, some other things might not have as much attention. So you kind of have to make up for that at other times. Uh, I don't know what the answer is. I wish I knew. <laughs> if anyone knows, can they please tell I me? I wish I knew too. Um, how <laughs> I wish I knew too. I know. One thing I do know that is super important in that balance thing that I certainly do not have is, is community, right? Like um, uh, women are often criticized 
because they seek out help in order to do the things that they need to do. But you cannot achieve anything without help. That's the way I see it. Nobody gets anywhere without help. So I think this is how we best sort of reach this balance thing that they talk about is is with the help of our community. Yeah. So, well, Rashad, I wondered, because this is a question I ask myself a lot, and I'm sure you probably do. What advice do you have for women and young women and young women of color from marginalized communities looking for some guidance, but they're lacking the resources Mm -hmm. and the opportunity? What advice would you give them? I would say apply to GEM (laughs) Um, and find a mentor. Uh, Mentors are, I mean, we've structured our program in a certain way because, you know, we want real concrete, um, Mm evidence-based results, but just having a mentor, just having someone to encourage you when things are tough, having a mentor who is anyone who can be a mentor really. And, and I think we have to embrace that. And, but having someone either within your community or outside of your community, um, that can, and just go for coffee with them and answer some questions um, and, and feel that um, women do want to help. Women really, really, really do. I have never said, I, I've never, like anyone who has asked me, can, can I have coffee with you? Can I have a call with you? I've never said no. And I know you've never no. said no. So, you know, women are willing um, to help the next generation. So it's, especially young women um, of color, if you have, if you, if you want to talk to someone, try and have that coffee with them or apply to a program like Jen, get a mentor. That is such a good first step. Um, and um, that can really help, uh, help you achieve your goals and your dreams. Absolutely. I have one last question for you. And I'm really curious about this because I know you love both. Tea or coffee, and how do you take it? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so I grew up, my my mom is uh, Jamaican, as I mentioned, um, and tea was a big part of the culture. So tea is very comforting to me. So I love tea with milk now. Since I became a mom, <laughs> I drink a lot of coffee. So I have two cups of coffee. And um, so now I kind of have gravitated to where I look forward to my morning cup of coffee. But then I also like my chamomile tea before bed. So um, I have them black. Um, I love black coffee. I, I used to love oat milk lattes. But uh, because of the cleanse I'm on, I, um, I've sort of... <laughs> Don't laugh at me, but the last year I've been drinking black coffee and it's great. <laughs> um, Rochelle, where can our listeners find Gem on social media? Uh, thank you. We are all over social media. So Instagram um, and Twitter and Facebook. And um, of course, I mentioned we are at www.girlsementorship.com, but also we're at Girls E Mentorship on Instagram. Um, so just look for us. We are we are trying to get out there and um, and trying to spread some good news and some good information about mentorship. Well, thank you so much for your time. 
I look forward to seeing what will happen in the near and the future with Jen. Thank you, Rochelle. This has been the Agents of Change podcast. I'm your host, Winnie Bernard. Thank you for joining us. If you loved this episode, and I hope you did, subscribe, rate, share, leave us a comment. To find out more about Double Saw Agency and how we can represent you or help you diversify your next campaign, visit us at www.doubleshotagency.com or follow us on Instagram at doubleshotagency for news about our upcoming projects and talent. Bye for now.